Do I really know? How do I know? Could I prove it in court? What would be another explanation of this behavior? These were the questions we shared last week when we dived into another unique and very different aspect of Daniel Kavskos than we dealt with until now. And I want to make sure everybody sees again that this is really something totally new and totally different. Testing your conclusions. It is very, very difficult to Don Lekavzchus if you're not used to this. I see this, and this is what I see. So where am I Don Lekavzchus? Where's the room for Don Lekavzchus? So if you're not used to testing your conclusions, the avoda is so much harder. I want to give a few examples of those who did this, those who tested their conclusions. Let's see who they were. The Alter of Slobodka, Nassim Sifinkel was an absolute goon, a genius of the highest proportions, specifically in Kochas and Epish. He hid his knowledge of Torah. Many said he had a very great knowledge of Torah. The Talmudim didn't know it. That wasn't what he shared. That wasn't what he showed. That wasn't what he offered. That wasn't what was known about him. But what everybody knew about him, he was a goon in understanding people and breaking people down and understanding them. He knew people through and through. And he saw so much deeper than others. This is the stuff of legend in yeshivas. And through that, he built... The amazing Talmudim, the likes of Aaron Cutler and Chatzkol Sarnu and the Sri Day Eish and Yaakov Kamenetsky and Rameir Chodesh and Revarim Gudzinski and the list goes on and on and on. I once heard that other Hanhala members wanted to kick out two Talmudim. The altar looked at them and said, "You want to kick one is going to be an Oberlander rub that meant like a, like a district rub, not just of a town. He's an, one's going to be a grocer Rashiv, a very big Rashiv. Those two you want to kick out. Now, if the other good people." And hollow members of Slobodka wanted to take them out. You can be very sure there's a reason that they deserve to be kicked out. But the altar saw more. The altar saw further. He saw deeply into them. So I read about another Talmud. It says sometimes it took us 50 years, 50 years, that exact quote is written in Morris Agdolan. It took us 50 years to see how he was right about his predictions about Talmudim. There's in Morris Agdolan, again, a safer which talks about a lot of the Bali Musa. It says someone would see Atzlus, see laziness. And he would see someone who was carefully pushing to the end. Not because of an ayin tova. Because he knew that this midah, you think it's laziness, it's not. Someone else would say this was akshanas, he's a stubborn person. And he would see it's strength of thinking. Someone would see strength of thinking, he'd say, no, it's akshanas. Someone would say it's rizas, he would say it's atzlis. Someone would say it's atzlis, he would say it's rizas. Right? There are many, many things that it depends on the interpretation. So you see somebody say, oh, he's so Zaris. It could be just an Atzlan. He wants to get rid of, he wants to get over with this. He wants to finish Davini. He's not Davini Bezrizus. He's Davini with Atzlus. Meaning what is opposed to taking time and Davini well and slowly and carefully, that would be the Zerizus, right? So the altar was mamish like that. Why do I give you that, Haikdama? So this same genius was always looking for movement for good or bad. I read this only years later about the altar and it was so amazing to me. Every time a Talmud would come to him, he would again look him over to see some movement for good or for bad. He wasn't he wasn't a tmimistic person. He wasn't a naive person. He didn't want to see everybody in the good light all the time. He knew how to see the good meters and people, how to see the bad meters and people. But the point I want to bring out is, and here's the point, is that with that whole introduction I gave, he was such a genius and such a unique genius in understanding and delving into people and seeing people. He was always testing himself and looking for something new, looking for something new. As opposed to the way so many mechanchim, principals, Rosh Yeshiva, psychologists, psychiatrists, they see a person, I met him for an hour, 
I know him. I know him through and through. Well, guess what? No offense to all the psychologists, psychiatrists, Rosh Yeshiva, Mechanchim, Menalim, principals, Morot, Morim, etc. There was someone who's a little smarter than all of you. And he would, and I include myself and those who need this Musser, and he would look deeper into people and always be checking and always be looking and searching like a surgeon to see some other aspect, always sticking the Talmud through the microscope with this Ayin Choderet. So as much as the altar was such an incredible, incredible, and anything I'm saying is only touching the touching the uh, the last end of it, and it's something that really has to be developed and thought about and written about. And I happen to have a series on him, Five Minutes on the Dolom, where I talk 15, 15 different classes about the Alta Slobodka. And, but still, people change, people develop, people go through things. I want to see the Talmud today. The Talmud today wasn't the Talmud yesterday, and it's not the Talmud who's going to be in 15 years and five years. So now when you think about it in this perspective, and I'm bringing this over to Daniel Likavskos, we're so foolish when we, when we when we're so paskani, we're so decisive about people and, and think we got them, there's always so much more. Now, okay, so you'll say the Altus Labadka was a malach, he was an angel from many years ago. You're right, he was. But I once was discussing with my Rebbe, Rebbe Yaakov Freeman, I'm not comparing, uh, certainly not that way. Uh, yeah, but I remember he told me something that he has, you know, Baruch Hashem, a very good batting average, he said, when it comes to sizing up people and developing people. But he says he's always searching for new proofs that back up his theories or that reject his theories. So there's a modern day example, someone who lives in Beitar today, who also has a good sense, you know, I can't compare it to the Altus Slobodka sense, nor do I mean to, I'm not taking away anything from Yaakov yeah, Freeman to say not that Slobodka, right? But I'm just being honest with everybody. But he's a person who many, many people meayats with, many Rosh Yeshiva meayats with him. He has Talmidim all over the Chinuch world. Uh, and and he's an extremely smart person. And he has found that he, you know, does have a good judgment of people, but he's always questioning himself, always questioning himself, always questioning himself. So now, so... So this is this new aspect of Daniel Kavshus that we're opening up called test your conclusions. And you have to be really good at testing your conclusions when it comes to people. I see him coming late. We said last week, I see him coming late to Shul. Oh, I know why. Because he's not Maksha Davin enough. Whoa, 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 whoa. That was a conclusion. Do you know enough to really make that conclusion? Do you have evidence to that? Is it your business? Now, this is a great example, friends, of when we work on one thing, and then it really, the way to touch the sugi is really somewhere else, right? And so much of a vote is like that when you get into it, because <laughs> let's say this would be the sense. Listen to this beautiful sense. The key to Dan and Lekavs is learning Gemara B'yin. What? The key to Dan and Lekavs is learning Gemara B'yin. Well, what do you mean? Because one of the big things that a good Ian Shear trains you in is to examine conclusions and look at them and be able to look at things from different sides. There's the Rosh Bashit in the Gemara. There's the Rashi Sheet in the Gemara. Maybe the Rashi saying this, maybe saying that, and working it through and going through, etc. So who would have known, right, that that relates to that? I thought Donald Kavskos was just that I love all Yidin. I thought Donald Kavskos was just I look at the Panemis of the Yidin, etc. That was part of it, like we spoke about, always knowing there's so much more to it. But there's another part, which is a a hard fact, a hard skill, it's called, called testing conclusions, being a good thinker, delving into things, questioning yourselves, questioning your conclusions, and uh, learning Gemara Biyun, which obviously not 
practical for many of the people uh, listening. So I don't mean to say now everybody should go back to the Mir Gadar Rasha Ariely share. Uh, that's not the point I'm saying. I'm just trying to show you how the beauty of delving into sugyas and avodas Hashem, the beauty of delving into Musar Vadim and things like that is that w- that we realize the one to attach ourselves and work on one meet is really somewhere else. And by working on that somewhere else, that's how you can get to this. So really a person could spend all, a person could say like, hey, I just want to learn how to be a better, I want to learn how to be a better thinker in order that I can download Kavsos correctly, which is a very nice thing. So now we started working on this last week. We need some more time. So I want to share for a moment that I think there are three steps that we need to take in this way of of skinning the cat of Dan and Kavsos, right? We need to, my notes for a second, excuse me. We need to appreciate, the first thing is appreciation. As I've said many times, if you don't buy it, then it's not going to work, right? If you don't, if I haven't made an impression on you that learning to think well, test your conclusions, question yourself, am I right? Do I have evidence? that list of questions I said at the beginning of the VOD, if you don't buy that that's a good skill, nah, I don't need that. It's not so important. I'm okay. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice woman. I'm pretty friendly. I don't have to test my conclusions. So if you, if you don't, if you question, I mean, you're allowed to question, right? But if eventually you don't cross that, what I always call the Rubicon, if you don't cross that river and say, hey, this makes sense. This is something I have to acquire. So then everything else afterwards isn't going to make a difference. You know, <laughs> you have to make that conclusion. This makes sense, right? Obviously it makes sense to me. That's why I'm trying in an impassioned way to get it across with all that we've shared the last two weeks. But you have to decide that. Second is, right, you have to come to some self-awareness. Maybe I'm not that good at this, right? And even if I am good, I, I, I'd like to be better at this. So first we have to know this is an important thing to be able to be think accurately and think in a way that we test our conclusions in, in a serious way. Then you have to do some self-awareness. Next is, number three, and our final point is, I need to practice and get better at this, right? I need to practice. How do you get better at this, right? How do you get better at this, right? We're not going back to college to learn logistics. Certainly certainly no one wants to go to logic to learn debating. Certainly no one wants to go back to campus today, of course, right? Last place you go today to learn how to think carefully and clearly are college campuses, right? Uh, and it might have been that way for a long time. The rot, the moral decrepitness that we see in campuses didn't start today. And if we would have been smarter, more of a Chacham Roas and Olad, we would have kept our sons and daughters away from college campuses 20, 30 years ago. Because the same rot, which is coming out in such disgusting ways today, was planted many, many years ago. Okay, but I want to talk more about that. Uh, but it's something it's something to reflect. Today's Today's issues are signs of yesterday's problems. Yeah. Okay. But that's another point. Excuse me for that little uh, di- true dig- digression. But I think people have to, you know, I didn't go to college, so it's easy for me to say, right? But you have to think about it. And really, the truth is, Nachum Pratzavit said this 50, 60 years ago. I don't want to tell you what he said, but if anyone wants to PM me, I'm happy to share the great Rosh Hashiva of Nachum Pratzavit, who nobody thought better than him, what his view of, of college was. Not on a from level. I'm not talking about from, right? I'm not talking about from. That's our problem. We think it's from, right? It's it's thinking. Yeah. Okay. But, but friends, back to this, right? So, right, we go through these steps. Hey, this is important, what Schoolmaker is saying. And you know what? I am so decisive, so fast, and I don't ever challenge my conclusions. 
okay, that's where we're here together. We, want, we only want to get better. And now I self-evaluate myself, right? Am I someone who can question my conclusions? And can I get better at it? Now, how do we get better at it? Okay. So you know what? Maybe you need a chavrusa. I was thinking. Now, this again, I know there's some women listening also. You can want to call it a chavruta. You call it a chavruta. Get a friend and challenge conclusions sometimes. I right? try to avoid Lashon Hara, of course. I apologize. We got cut off in the middle of our VOD number nine. This is a continuation of VOD number nine, not number 10. It'll be short. We were talking about the idea that we have to think correctly and it's not at all simple to think correctly. We need training to think correctly. The more time someone can spend in yeshiva learning be in, which is obviously not practical for many of our VOD participants, certainly at this point in their lives. And we always try to go with what's practical. And there are other ways to improve your thinking. The first and most important thing is to question yourself and to, to uh, note it about yourself. And very often when we honestly question ourselves and know things about ourselves, our minds are amazing, amazing machines, which uh work to fix things that's to be conscious about the subconscious mind mind one mind two different ways that the books speak about it but that's already something um more uh more uh practically tangibly let's call it is the idea of having a chabrusa i mentioned someone can have a chabrusa have a chabrusa right let's say let's discuss let's discuss issues right uh you think that Democrats are the best party or Republicans are the best party. This is the best party. Now, you're going to see in your news feeds things in which to support your opinions because that's how news feeds go because the news feeds want you to watch as much as possible. Um, therefore, they make more money. And therefore, they don't give you a different voice which make you might make you question yourself or look at something differently. So if you want to be honest about it, you should hear from someone else. So have a Kabrusa who looks at things differently than you or have a Kabrusa who you ask to look at things differently even if you happen to both like uh, ex-candidate for the Canadian pre premiership or whatever, but learn to debate and, and work on debating. You'll gain a tremendous amount from that. Another ATSA is there are excellent books on the topic. Um, I always have a certain hesitancy when I suggest secular books because I find even, of course, a clean book. I won't suggest a not clean book, Khalila, uh, nor know it, I hope, but but uh, they always have a little bit of fear in it, something in it, so always take it with a grain of salt. And every person has to be so here and careful himself. You know, the, you know those throwing this evolutionary psychology, etc. Um, they're working with their even books, which are really not so into that. It's kind of like the way they have to speak today, or or they just all buy this stuff. I don't really know or care. So please, please, uh, I'm going ahead with that caveat. But certain books, which I think are good, is a book. There's a book, Thinking Fast and Slow by Kahneman and Tversky. They want to, they want a. Um, uh, prizes for their works on how people think and I think they call it heuristics and biases. I think it's a tremendous amount of to be gained by learning about biases, biases and thinking. There's another book which I believe is called The Art of, of Effective Thinking. The Art of Effective Thinking by someone named Ralph Dobelli. Uh, very, very good book. It has 100 chapters, 100 chapters of mistakes that people make. A lot of secular books I find they have like one good idea and then they schlep it and schlep it and schlep it. He had maybe 50, 60 good ideas. Some of them he broke down a little bit but also could teach you a lot about thinking about how you think and check you think. And again, our, our goal, of course, is to get back to uh, Donning Likavskus, but that's the point we're saying that the idea that part of our problem with Donning Likavskus is the fact that we um, 
is the fact that we jump to conclusions about things and we think what we see is correct. And as we brought from the Alta Slobodka and my Rebbe, even great people, uh, or, or especially great people, question the way they're looking at things and, and takes them a long time to form an opinion, form time to form a day. And this is really something which is um, our whole life, which is relates to our whole life, but certainly in the realm of Don Inglikovsky, it's such an important thing, such a necessary thing. So really, that'll be the couple, I think, for this week, friends, is just really to think about this topic, like dealing with these two questions. How am I, because obviously, you know, we're not going to make the whole VOD now uh, test and thinking. Uh, maybe we'll do it another time. It'll be an interesting thing, but that's not what we're going to do. But how am I thinking? One Question number one, how am I thinking? Two, how can I improve my thinking? How am I thinking? How three three points? How am I thinking? How can I improve my thinking? And how am I going to apply that improved thinking uh, in terms of accuracy uh, to my Donnie Likovskos? Okay, wish everybody Hatzlacha, and look forward to seeing you again uh, next Sunday.